big dogs. We've also got the ball talk. So I guess that means it's big dog ball talk. <laughs> Matt Eichhorn or Jordan Fleagle, big dog ball talk. Just, just, uh, just playing. Glad with you guys. broke that down. I didn't get the title until right now, so thank you. Yeah, I, I did, we a lot of listeners sent in requests to explaining what the hell all this means. Uh, what is yeah. a big dog? What is uh, what is ball? Uh, ball what talk. Is, uh, yeah, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of uh, layers to this podcast, uh, probably some things that uh, a lot of you won't uh, understand, uh, as we stated before, the third eye is open here at Big Dog Bowl Talk, uh, I can't say, all, uh, all, all, can't say the same for all you sheep, sheeple out there, but moving on, uh, Jordan, I mean, it's been a, uh, a wild week of NBA action as always, uh, the playoffs uh, continue to surprise us and keep us entertained, a lot of crazy back and forth action that uh, has been occurring so far uh, across every single series essentially uh but uh before we get into any of the playoff uh, news or playoff games to break down and tease here jordan we gotta we gotta we gotta piss on the grave we gotta we gotta finish this off we gotta finish when we started uh hit the road jack and don't you come back no more no more no more <laughs> nick nurse you're out of here, man. You're done. You're gone. Nick Nurse officially let go by the uh, the Toronto Raptors. I miss the days when coaches were fired, not mutually yeah. agreed to let go or uh, mutually yeah. parted ways or whatever. They he was asked was canned. fired. Is that yeah. Yeah, yeah canned? That's a good one too. Uh, you know, there's nothing pretty about it. They, you're done, man. You're gone. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, five seasons with the Toronto Raptors, uh, obviously winning the, the championship in 2019. Uh, yeah, it really went by quickly. It feel, still feels what like he's a, a pretty fresh face. But yeah. uh, you know, as much as it didn't end on great terms, and uh, you know things didn't shake out uh, ultimately super well, definitely left a bit of a better taste in our mouth. Uh, I mean, on the whole, Nick Nurse's tenure with the Raptors was a success. Uh, you know, with that championship Absolutely. season that that salvages everything. Uh, obviously, after that, uh, you know, we've we've stated you know they they didn't have that much success, but. The identity and the the heart of this team really did come together during Nick Nurse's uh, tenure and Nick Nurse's uh, you know defensive game plan. Uh, and you know while they had a, an amazing roster constructed to make that work uh, over the years, uh, the roster just was not constructed to <laughs> to, to make that work. Uh, and yep. things essentially just kind of blew up. And it was either going to be uh, Masai gone or it was going to be uh, Nick Nurse gone. So I mean Jordan, when you look at uh, the the Nick Nurse time in Toronto, uh, I mean. Uh, what do you think? Uh, a success overall? Uh, still going to be a positive uh, impact or a positive uh, outlook uh, for among Canadians uh, when it comes to Nick Nurse? Or uh, do you think that uh, maybe the end here was a little bit too much to take? Yeah, well, I, I think I think we all just need some time. We need some space. Like Nick Nurse mm-hmm. said, uh, like unprompted a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, like a breakup. He's like, you know, I, I, it's been five years. I need some time to think about... Uh, you know what I'm gonna do. You got plenty of time to think now, Nick. I mean, I hope you enjoy Houston. Uh, that'll be mu- that'll be much better. Yeah. Uh, you know he's been linked there. Obviously, that's no secret. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be too worried about him. I know he's gonna get a job uh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, any a former of coach of the year winner as well with the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean the the championship year was great. That was awesome. He did he did some some great stuff in the playoffs, but he was also shaky. Like they're lucky they got past uh, Philadelphia because my God, what? Yep, you know yep. that that that's a you know best of nine. You know that series goes a bit longer. I don't think the Raptors can win. Like they wanted no no part of Philly. Um, I mean, hey, Milwaukee uh, you know, down two uh, zero could have been and, uh, yeah. you know three zero. Uh, who who knows? That that championship run definitely had a lot of moments that. Uh, you know, the, the tides shifted in their favor. Uh, and again, if yeah. uh, they don't win the championship, I, I don't even know if Nick Nurse lasts this long. 
Yeah, no, I I would say probably not. But like that that he still though like once they get to the finals, um, uh, you know the the boxing one on Steph, all the all the janky stuff uh, he pulled out, it, it worked. Uh, and then like I, I think his most impressive year though was the year after that, like that the half bubble year when you yeah. don't have Kawhi, you don't have Danny Green, but you like that team was just so impressive. Like I, I was so proud of that Raptors team that was yeah, that was yeah. like without that, that top last, level star last real good vibes Raptors team I mean uh, the, the the 2022 Raptors uh you know they they, they were, I think they, yeah. they, they they were they were good they were solid but uh yeah. definitely I, I don't think uh, hold the candle to the, the the bubble Raptors yeah yeah and they were they were just so good you know you have first year of Siakam coming along you still have uh you know Marcus Saul and Serge Ibaka and and people forget like they, they took the Celtics down to the freaking wire uh, yep. in game seven could have won, won. And I, de- I am telling you right now, I'll say it a million times again. I think they would have beat the Heat and got back to the finals. Yep. And God knows what hey. would have happened. I'm not going to stretch my mind. And, good. But hey, they they were a much more complete team than the Lakers. Lakers. Lakers obviously had the you know the the, the star power. Uh, yeah. And I'm I'm not saying they would have won, but I'm just saying you know no one gave them a shot to even make the playoffs after Kawhi left. Yeah. Uh, but they were arguably the best team in the east so that was my that was a really good that, that's what kind of solidified in my mind nick nurse as that really good coach um but then the year after that like s- since then you know the, i think those were two two of the best you know if you're a brand new coach starting out you you get to game seven of the second round in your second year and you win the championship in your first year that's pretty damn good yep. since then these three years have been a little bit you know the the the, the full tampa year was a disaster obviously mm-hmm. we were able to all kind of forget about that but my God, like that's that's when the really high minutes for the stars or, you know, the best players yeah, on the yeah. team kind of started and where it, it kind of broke guys down. And it just clearly just it the, the, there was a disconnect in terms of, you know, we're trying to develop sort of these younger guys that we have. Uh, but then you're you're putting a hell of a lot of pressure on, on you know, the, the five guys that Nick Nurse does trust. Um, and and so. I don't know. Like the, the the last year, I was happy with his job. There was a lot of injuries that that were dealt with. You know, we 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 get to that that fifth seed. We we play a tough enough series with Philly. Um, but this year, like the the thing that w- that sold it for me, not only was all the stuff that we go over again, the not really that creative offensively, uh, which, which just, just blows my mind because that's why he was hired. It was, it was supposed to be Dwayne Casey that couldn't put together a good, uh, you know, offense and Nick nurse with this genius that's just disappeared now. Uh, so that's the one thing the playing, playing, uh, uh, Siakam Van Vliet, basically the, the few guys that he, he believes in playing them, you know, running them into the ground. Yeah. Probably the reason why a lot of them, yeah. Thibodeau 2.0, probably the reason why a lot of them, get injured, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. more than they probably should. Um, And then having nothing to show for your developmental guys, like you just drafted Coloco. I don't know when the last time he saw action was. You've got uh, Malachi Flynn and all these other young guys. Um, You know, you you go through the list, Banton, like who who just never get a chance. He did, he did, he did. Um, But like, so so there's those things. And and like, basically, I, I think Nick Nurse has done enough in his tenure with the Raptors to to, in theory, have like a little bit more leash. Give him another chance. This was just a you know a bad year, but 
for me, what sold it was his fucking attitude all year. Yep. He yep. was like getting into it with reporters. He didn't seem like he the was diva. having a good time He's or got trying a stupid to like ass lowercase nn shirt or a hat <laughs> shirt. That I, if if I ever saw someone wearing one of those, like I'd assume it's his cousin or something. Like who the fuck <laughs> know, has yeah. ever bought a Nick Nurse? I, hat? I want to see the I want to see the uh, the financials uh, for his uh, company. Uh, like uh, for, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I've never seen I've never even seen someone wear Pascal's like cool looking brand with like the P and the S like the shape of a heart. Like that's at least kind of interesting and unique. Like. Uh, uh, I've never seen anyone trying to wear that. I've definitely never seen anyone rocking Nick Nurse shirt. <laughs> no, it's, it's just Nick. It's just Nick. But hey, you and know maybe what? Bet on yourself. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, but but yeah, like I, I I remember like at the very beginning of the season, he was annoyed with reporters asking him like lineup questions in training camp yeah. when they were in Vancouver or Victoria or wherever they went. And so he's just been a little whiny bitch all fucking year. Uh, and and that's just. That's that was the last draw for me. If Nick yeah. Nurse was still trying to inspire these guys, if it was clear that he was really still bought in, and then you know it, it's just capped off with a month ago or whatever he was when unprompted he talks about his fucking how he needs to do some soul searching after the season. I'm like, no, this is not the coach that Masai Ujiri yeah. hired and wants to 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 uh, sort of inspire the teams that he puts together. It's just for whatever reason. He's done, and if, if he's acting like this, I sure as hell know he doesn't have you know control of that of that locker room. So sure, yeah. like so at, at the end of the day, I think it was a successful five years. Absolutely, you win a mm-hmm. championship, that's a success, uh, even if you're terrible the other four. Um, but uh, so so yeah, I, I would have I, I didn't envision him being fired this early. I thought he was going to be. He's still a relatively young guy. I thought he was going to be the Raptors coach for many many years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, he's just. He just was not in it this year. There's something was going on with him. I don't know if I if if it's fully his fault. He wasn't dealt the best roster to deal with. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's it's it it, it, it this had to happen. I, I don't think anyone was surprised by this. I yeah, and I think that you know that's a good point. Something that we we should definitely talk about here because I think that more will kind of come out as the summer progresses. Uh, you know, yeah. I, it doesn't seem like Nick Nurse is really gonna split too many hairs here. I think he kind of wanted to say more near the end of his time with the Raptors than uh, than he actually was able to. Uh, yeah. and, and I think the main source, I, obviously. There has to be some kind of disconnect between him and the front office, uh, whether it's yeah. Bobby, Masai, both, uh, whoever else. Uh, there has to be some kind of uh, confusion or uh, disagreements that they were dealing with because the way that Nick Nurse wants to play basketball and he wants his team to look was not how the roster was uh, constructed. So then you're kind of stuck between the rock and the hard place of, okay, yeah. well, what do you play in favor of? The coach's yeah. preferred system and the way that he wants to actually have the on-court results go or the front office's vision and getting the coach to just kind of fall in line and make sure that that works. And it kind of seemed like neither side wanted to budge, which is why yeah. this Raptors team was literally so down the middle, 41-41 uh, yeah. on the season. Sometimes looked like they could be uh, Eastern Conference contenders. Sometimes looked like they could be playing top five in the lottery. Uh, yeah. There was no way to predict this team because you didn't know what you were going to get. So I I think that very early on, Nick Nurse probably realized that this was not going to be the team that he wanted to lead. This wasn't going to be the team that he wanted to uh, dictate. He wasn't going to have the freedom that he had, uh, you know, when he had Kawhi and Danny Green and Marcus Saul, all these Kyle Lowry, all these guys that, you know, we have seen come and gone that were such key parts of, uh, you know, the, the Raptors' success early on into his uh, his time as, uh, the, you know, behind the, the head coach's helm. So yeah. I, I think 
as much as I've been, you know, especially on the podcast, I've been pretty vocal about uh, my disappointment and uh, kind of, uh, you know, angst against Nick Nurse. But I, I, at this point, I think I do have to at least give him this, that, uh, you know, Masai did not do him any favors this year. Uh, no. None of the front office no, did him didn't. any favors. Uh, and, yep. and I think that if they wanted him to stick around for longer, uh, that, you know, maybe they go a little bit differently i mean they they got Jakob, but that still doesn't really didn't really fix everything like there was still a lot uh, a lot more to be desired with the roster uh and i think that that really shows and, and it's possible that they all this has been bubbling under the surface as i said like all year long like uh you you mentioned it nick nurse was already seen kind of bit a bit irritated like he was never really that yeah. angry more of like a fun loving kind of guy but i thought maybe you know just uh uh, the, the wear and tear of being, uh, you know, in the limelight, maybe kind of warm down, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe he wanted to be like Pop. I think a lot of coaches kind of think that they want to be Pop, but don't really know how to pull it off. Uh, they also just don't have the, the, the repertoire to be able to do uh, what Pop does. But uh, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, this is de- – I, I will never I, – I don't think that I will – probably sing the praises of Nick Nurse quite the same as I did when uh, you know in yeah. the beginning just because of the way that this all ended up playing out but I'll say this I think that you if you were going to have the conversation and it's not really like it's a loaded conversation to have but Nick Nurse is probably in that conversation to be the best Raptors head coach of all time. Uh, I, I think he, I think you could throw Dwayne Casey in there. You know, being able to take kind of a ragtag group I think it's between together. those two. I think uh, it's between those two. Yeah, There's I mean, no that, one, like most successful times. Time. Yeah, I, I think those are probably where you're looking at. I mean, Sam Mitchell had a had a decent string of years, but yeah. even then, those teams weren't really uh, you know based on his play. More of uh, you know the, the the stars that were on the team. So and I mean, they were never that good. They were like yeah. seven seed at best. Yeah. So. It really just depends on if you think that Nick Nurse was a, 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 that, as big of a part as some people believe he was in that championship winning team. Uh, if yeah. you think that it was a c- circumstantial uh, kind of ring that he won, which, I mean, as the years have gone on, it's kind of, you know, that argument has really reared its head over. And I think that, you know, more people kind of need to acknowledge that, oh, maybe this team that was one through ten stacked with two like top two way players uh, that all meshed really well together. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe this team could have been good with almost anybody uh, leading them. Even if Dwayne Casey was still there, who knows how that team yep. would have looked? But you know, it was a culture change. It was a shift of momentum. And uh, Nick Nurse, you know, thanks for the re- thanks for the memories, buddy. But uh, we're we're <laughs> done here. We're ready to move on. Have fun in Houston. That's going to be a shit show. If he thought Toronto was hard, that's going to be uh, that's going to be an interesting time for him. And yep. uh, from from all the accounts, it's Seems like Ime Doka might be the the incoming uh, Raptors head coach. Which, I love it. Fuck it. I'm uh, staying right here. Give me Ime. Give me Ime. I don't hey, care. I'll I'll always forget forgive the off it. forget the off court shit. I mean, there's still a lot that hasn't been real broken on that. Like, there's a lot of reports that people kind of say there was more that meets the eye in that story. But from what we've been able to get, it just kind of seems like he's maybe a shitty guy. But uh, I don't. I don't care. I don't give yeah. a fuck. We'll, Come uh, behind the bench. We, if, will, we will welcome we, you here, we, we need a coach, uh, but man, yeah. Masai also that's yeah. Project six nine, vision six eight, six nine. Just get rid of it. Let's scrap yeah, it. Let's move done. on. It's a new new day, new culture, and uh, you know, keep an eye on the Raptors because uh, I I don't think this will be the last major move that we see in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on back into the the current day playoffs picture, uh, Jordan. 
we I can't believe we got to miss this, uh, but of course, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit on the Wednesday special, uh, giving our uh, picks for the, all the NBA major awards, as well, well as giving out Big Dog of the Year, so if you guys haven't listened to that one, go back and check out the go Big back. Dog of the Year. You're going to want to hear it. Uh, the, the results may surprise you, uh, but Draymond <laughs> Green suspended for Game 3 after stomping on Demonis Sabonis' chest. Uh, somehow people are uh, arguing and disputing this one, uh, kind of confusing, but you know, Draymond gets a suspension, uh, Joe Dubar's essentially stating that it was not that bad of a stomp but because he's done this shit so much it's a suspension which i think is 100 percent warranted but in the end the warriors actually play better than they had in game one and two and blow yep. the doors off the sacramento kings uh at yep. home in game three not a close one at all uh definitely no. some wind under the sails of the warriors and i mean jordan when you when you see this game i mean this is a uh you know a, a great performance from the the the, the warriors supporting cast but Yep. Does it almost seem a little weird that they play better without Draymond? I mean, I know the home court <laughs> advantage. We said it was going to be a huge factor here. Uh, you know, the Golden State faithful always uh, get the get the the get the the Chase Center rocking. But I mean, yeah. as a whole, it is a little a uh, little suspicious that Draymond's off the court and now. All of a sudden, uh, everybody starts hooping. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I you know I I think they can kind of play a little bit faster with with Draymond uh, out of there. They can just kind of yeah. say, you know, we're just going to. Sp- shoot the ball around here we're gonna get steph moving uh and 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 steph can sort of be more of that that uh you know guy who has the ball in his hands even more uh and you know just they can still do their free-flowing golden state stuff without draymond um but you know i i still think ultimately they they will need him if if they're gonna you know prevail in this series uh you know especially on that on that defensive end um but like the the it is interesting though because I, I what the the bigger story I think with the uh, suspension is that like the the Warriors were pissed when they when the league handed this one down like they were so uh, they they, they uh, and I think they could you know their their argument is fairly valid you know that this was a completely unfair suspension um, and and uh, you, you I, think I Sabonis think it, was grabbing the ankle. Well, okay. It looks is, like he went to cover his face up, and it just happened exactly. to kind of get there. It wasn't a. Well, there was no tug. There was no pull or anything. And uh, Draymond, Draymond definitely did not have to stomp him on the chest. No, he could have stepped I over know. him. Could have just waited and let. Hey, ref, he's holding my ankle. A lot of different ways he could approach this, but the stomp was the the stomp the yard was the choice. A hundred percent. And yeah, to, to clarify, I think it was the right call to suspend him. But I think you know, if you're from the Warriors' sort of perspective, being mad that you know the league has brought in this you know past behavior, which they don't really do. I've never really heard that before, like as a as a reason for justifying. Not that many something. guys that uh, have a record like Draymond, though. Well, no, that's true. That's true. But like, like I, there's literally a mixtape out there right now. If you look it up, he's a, a two minute Mortal Kombat playlist of this guy uh, throwing uh, karate kicks to the groin, uh, you know, elbows, shoulders, oh, he's, uh, and he's that's ridiculous. not even not even including the right hook to, uh, that Jordan Poole got uh, landed with. Uh, in the, yeah, the maybe that's what they were talking about. They're like, we can't we can't have him punching uh, anybody here. But I mean, th- th- yeah, t- to me, the stomp was enough. He literally came down full weight. Uh, and and Sabonis had some sort of fucking small injury. He ended up playing in in game three, obviously. But yeah, you know, some 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 popped in there in his chest. That's how hard Draymond came down on. So I'm not mad at the suspension. But the Warriors sort of, you know, if I was part of the team, I I would I would get you know being angry about not just the stomp is why he's suspended, but that he riled up the crowd. Adam Silver was there, uh, and and the you know the whole past history. So I think that the suspension actually worked against the Kings because I thought the, the the Warriors just came out and, you know, Steph especially, where they were in just, 
you know, fuck me, fuck you mode. Like they came yep. out like so ready to play, jumped on the Kings that the game was, was over pretty much, uh, you know, right when it started, the Kings tried to hang around there. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think it was a, a galvanizing suspension, which sometimes they are. Um, and now if you're the Warriors, you're in a good spot cause you're only down two one. And now you can get that boost with Draymond coming back, but it is a good point. I mean, when you when you're on the floor with Draymond these days, you don't really have to guard him if you're the Kings, and no, that was the, no. that's that's the thing that you can do uh, if you're the Warriors when you don't have Draymond out there. You can have you can put a guy like Looney in that spot, uh, you know that that dunker spot, who actually has some size, so you can you know dump it down to him and he can uh, you know duck in and actually dunk hey, it every we, once we, in a while. We, we got to show some love to Kevon Looney also for the 420 stat line on 420. 100%. What a legend! 420 and, uh, Snoop and nine assists. Yeah, yeah, and nine assists from the guy. Ba- baby Jokic. Yeah, stepping baby Jokic, but you know, pulling a you know, filling Draymond's shoes a little bit there. So mm-hmm. like Looney can get at this point is a much better re- rebounder than Draymond. Uh, you know, on that offensive glass, he's longer, um, and and you know he he he's he's able to be in there. Uh, you know, on, on the defensive end as well, sort of filling into that five spot. So and it's harder though when you've got Draymond to play both of them. You kind of have to pick and choose. Like if you're mm-hmm. the Warriors, you want as many three point shooters and sort of movement players out there as possible. So. Yeah, missing Draymond, they were able to just sort of, you know, it, it didn't look like they were really missing that much of a beat. Yeah. Um, so it, it will be interesting what, what Steve Kerr decides to do from here on out, um, especially because, you know, aside from the, the play, Draymond is a hothead. And if you're, if you're the Kings, you can, uh, you know, sort of try and get under his skin a little bit, try and make him react, uh, try and sort of keep this uh you know keep this going this this momentum of of draymond <laughs> overreacting to things or hitting people or getting thrown out whatever it is yeah. um but but yeah it, it it definitely is interesting if you're the warriors looking at at the lineup that threw out there finally pool showed some life still not a great game from him but scoring mm-hmm. 16 points he gets the start um and you know i i think wiggins is coming along really nicely for the warriors um, uh, That's and, what and he needs. He needs that small ball four spot, man. That, yeah. that just just well, go yeah. punch, go punch for punch with this uh, fast paced Kings team, and uh, yeah. You know. That's kind of when I envisioned the series going down. That's kind of how I thought that it would go. Uh, you know, I was assuming Draymond would be able to, you know, run a little bit more than he's been able to, uh, you know, maybe yeah. play make in the fast break. But he, yeah, he's kind of just held this team back a little bit in uh, the, the kind of game plan, the play style that they need to combat the the Kings and. It's weird yeah. to say, but yeah, I don't know. I, I genuinely do think, based on this game, like I, I, I know it's a it's a home game. You know, it's going to be a, obviously a big difference between the the both teams' moods and the way that they're going to play for on the road versus at home. But I mean, you look across the board, all like everybody improved. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, I, I, and it's not like Draymond is hogging the ball or uh, you know taking up too much time. This is just spacing issues. These are like yeah. very little things. Like you look at a guy like Moses Moody, thirteen points uh, out of nowhere, a guy who's pretty yeah. much done nothing. And, and you know, there's been reports about these young guys mm-hmm. on the the Warriors that are a little bit uh, unhappy with uh, their playing time, and you know, still not really getting too much off the bench. But I mean, they're making more out of this, and they match up better against the Kings because uh, you know they're also just young guys that are fast and have these young legs uh, that want to jump out of the gym so uh, I think if you can keep going and especially you know my boy Wiggins at the four uh, that that's a deadly uh, deadly spot for him to be you know going up against you know potentially Harrison Barnes or uh, Keegan Murray like no one's going to be able to stop him uh, yeah. down low at that spot I mean Sabonis you know he's got the size but he's not really the most gifted uh, post defender either so uh, I I think it could be interesting it could be something to watch 
do I think that they actually have the stones to tell Draymond you're moving to a bench roll or uh, we're dropping your minutes down to 20, 22 minutes a game or something? No, I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I think that they're just going to go at this again. But I genuinely do think if he comes back game four and they lose kind of the same way that they lost in uh, games one and two, uh, I, I genuinely think you have to – Steve Kerr's got to sit him down and say, you know what, man? Maybe next year's we'll try this again, but we've essentially got to lock you down, shut you out, and uh, you know figure out uh, a new way to approach this because uh, yeah, they can't avoid uh, you know fall any farther deeper into this hole uh, than they're already in because uh, you know yeah. if you're down down the barrel of three one, I know they've done it once, but uh, I, I don't think that the, this team is exactly at the the same situation that they were back then. No. So uh, yeah. I mean, they, they definitely got to get this win uh, to close it out and tie it up two uh, two in Golden State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, game four is going to be really, really interesting and just fun i'm really excited for for, for this one because i think sacramento they, they I, I think they've got a lot of pride and they know that they can play better they know that they can mm-hmm. clear 100 points here uh yeah. you know that even even giving up 114 to the to the warriors they're used to beating teams that put up 114 that's how good they've been um but yeah i mean it like i i i do think you, re, you with with draymond you need his playmaking like looney's nine assists i don't think he's got that in him every game whereas draymond knows how to play with Steph and Clay and knows For how sure. to uh, play that role. But it, it is interesting. I think you basically go with one or the other. You're not really going to play them together against the Kings who basically just play their one big in uh, in Sabonis uh, and then a bunch of shooters around that. Um, like you either go with Looney or, or, or Draymond and Looney showed in this game he's much better. He's much better at getting, you know, hammering those offensive boards, oh, yeah. which helps the, uh, the 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 Golden State offense tremendously. Um, and he's he's just a he's he's more of a, a factor um, offensively. Uh, just yeah, lurking in that dunker spot, lurking down low. Mm-hmm. Draymond can't really do that. So it's kind of yeah, Steve Kerr's gonna have to you know sort of go back and forth, I guess, uh, and 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 just I don't know, see see what works. But I think. Yeah, it, it is a good point. I think you, if you were thinking, oh, the minutes minutes are going to be 70-30 Draymond and Looney, maybe maybe drop that down 60-40 or 50-50. I mean, just yeah. keep keep going. Use what works. Uh, but, yeah, if, if, if you're the Kings, like in this one, it, it, it hurts to not win the game without Draymond, uh, you know, because, you know, that, that, that's one they should have – been able to take advantage of that's that's the 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 best defender on golden state by far uh for a team that likes to light likes to light it up offensively uh mm-hmm. but you know their their bench just didn't show up in this one like monk and lyles were the heroes in game one one f- shot from the field went in between both of them monk was yeah. one for nine trey lyles missed all six of his um and so i, I think that was just a young team that looked a little bit rattled going into a really tough building to play in mm-hmm. i expect them to be better um but uh you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm scary, glad he stole the Warriors. That's scary. But yes, I, I, because I, 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 I think I would the Warriors, not at all be surprised they, if they, they've if got a better chance to steal back one. Sack. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, because if they I, tie it up, that, they could take Game Five. They could do it. They, oh, yes. It wasn't like they were uh, totally out of it uh, in Games One and Two. I know a lot of people were, you know, no. even like Charles Barkley, saying that the 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 Warriors were getting their asses kicked. I don't think they were getting their asses kicked. I think that these were no, these, they were neck and neck. Yeah, yeah. Game one could have easily gone either way, and now you've got two sort of lopsided games after that. So it's been a pretty even series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, if if I, I'm glad that the Warriors got this win without Draymond, so they can put this whole oh the suspension's unfair thing to bed, and we can go back to just playing these two teams at full strength yeah. uh, and and see what they can do because it's exciting basketball. It's it's great. Uh, but I do I I I really think the, the Kings are going to come back. I think 
you know, guys like Herter uh, and, and, and and Harrison Barnes who had okay games, I think they're going to be better. And, and, yeah, I mean, at this point, if you're Sacramento, you're saying, look, Malik Monk, man, we, we need you. Uh, yeah. you. You scored 30 points in game one. We only won by three or whatever it was. We're going to need you to, to score more than four. They need a little bit more off their bench uh, yeah. for sure. But uh, we'll see. This is what maybe the most interesting first-round series we've got. Um, yeah, 100%. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone expected it to go long. Looks like it will. Yeah, and uh, to, to move on here, because we want to talk about uh, some series that are definitely not going to go long. Uh, right now, Jordan, we've got uh, three series that are uh, all uh, lopsided, uh, one side winless, one side on the verge of a sweep. Uh, the, the, the 76ers picking up the, uh, the comeback fourth quarter win last night over the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, to go up 3-0 in their series, while uh, the uh, the Boston Celtics will head to Atlanta as well as Denver heading to Minnesota, up two nothing over there. Eight seeded uh, the eight seeded rivals and uh, all seven seeded rivals there in the the spot of the the Celtics and the Hawks. Uh, yeah, Jordan, when you look at these three series, which of these do you feel is most likely to finish as a sweep? Because uh, you know we, we, we I don't think did we we predicted maybe one sweep two sweeps in the whole uh, playoff uh, when we gave our preview. If you guys want to go back and uh, you know check us and see how well we did at predicting how the first round would go out, go check out our uh, our playoff preview as well as you'll get our uh, our juicy uh, finals picks in there if you haven't yeah. uh, heard those already. Uh, but uh, I mean we, uh, we we kind of one I think one of the only series that we pegged in here as saying it's going to go short was uh, the Nuggets and the Timberwolves and uh, as much yeah. as the Timberwolves put up a fight in game two you know uh, yep. Ant Man putting up a, a forty piece against the, uh, the the Nuggets which was essentially just matched by Jamal Murray's forty piece uh, yeah. I mean when you look at these three series who do you think can walk away undefeated uh, into the first round getting lots of rest and uh, pretty much not breaking a sweat Yeah well I mean you you would you would think it would be uh... Uh, you know Philly, who got that commanding 3-0 lead. You know the first team to really secure a, a playoff win here. Um, yep. As we know, uh, teams don't come back from 3-0. But uh, I—it's got to happen someday. I can't believe it's never happened. Oh, it will. I—I I, I thought it would be the Raptors against Philly uh, last year, man. That would have been awesome. Doc. Doc would be the the coach to let it happen first. Yep. I'm, I'm telling you. Yep. Um, so so I mean maybe we'll see. Maybe Mikhail Bridges and. Uh, What's his face? Cam Thomas go off for uh, sure, yeah. four straight wins for 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 the Nets. But I I think I think in this case I think with everything that happened with Embiid, Embiid did not have a good game three. He looked really frustrated. Should have got thrown out for trying to yeah that was whack uh, Claxton in his balls. Yeah, pretty crazy uh, that that was only a luckily he one. missed. Yeah, and and the James Harden one like James Harden is Mister Flail your off arm. He yeah. I don't think he was even like thinking about where that was gonna go. No. but of course he gets tossed anyway. Yeah, they got crazy, that one crazy. mixed up a little bit. Yeah, rock fight of a game uh, that that uh, goes the Sixers' way thanks to Maxi and then an Embiid, uh, awesome Embiid block there at the end. But I think if you're if you're Joel Embiid, you're kind of angry how this game went. James Harden's probably annoyed that he got ejected. I think mm-hmm. they probably come out and they. Uh, I'm predicting they fucking wall up the Nets in Game Four because I don't think the Nets. I don't think the Nets have any sort of togetherness. This is a team that's never yeah. been through anything together before. They know that there's no way they're going to win the series. They don't have a particularly good home crowd. Um, you know, and and so I I think I think they're they're going to bow out uh, not so gracefully on their home court and uh and we'll, we'll I'll take the L on that one. I think we you know, we we both agreed that would would maybe go long. I thought this game almost went in the favor of of, of the Nets. They they played okay down the stretch, but again, you get this this team that doesn't really know what they're doing. Dinwiddie drives in there. I think there was someone open on the far corner to take a three in that last last sort of important play of the game. Yeah. He decides to go in there and 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 Embiid erases at the rim. Like these guys just don't 
they're just not that cohesive. They just don't really know what they're doing yet, even though they they should have the talent to be a little bit better than they are. So I, I think probably the Sixers sweep. I think the Celtics sweep too. I would mm-hmm. put them in, in second place. Although you never know. Like I said, the Celtics, if if they drop a game, it's because the Celtics are so bored and they don't take the <laughs> Hawks seriously enough that, that the Hawks just win by default. Mm-hmm. But I think probably the Celtics sweep. Um, and then the, the one I'd say was is least likely actually is the Nuggets one uh, in, in Timberwolves. Going back to, to these two games in Minnesota, I think Ant having as good of a game as he did, I think he's going to be – I think he's he's come alive again now, and, and he gave the them all was, sort uh, of problems. crowd in Minnesota was really rocking uh, in the play-in so yes. uh, against the Thunder. So maybe the, yeah. they, they can get some fire under their sails uh, in this one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so that's the one I'd, I'd say maybe the, the Timberwolves get one of those games on the road because also the Nuggets sometimes, they, they're they a weird team when they start, you know, when it's clear that the game isn't in hand, sometimes they just fucking roll over and Jokic just yep. is like, fuck it, I give up, uh, we'll get the next one. Um, so, so yeah, that, that, that's my order of the three. Uh, Sixers, probably. Celtics also, probably. But I'd, 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 I'd give the Timberwolves a shot to get one of these next two. Interesting, yeah. I, I, I think, I don't... I, I, I don't know if any of these will be a sweep if I'm being 100 percent honest I yeah. even that the even with the Nets going down 3-0 I still think they can win one I think it'll be a gentleman's sweep I think they get one I mean they were up for a lot of this game uh, yeah. you know uh, last night uh, I think they could have had it uh, again depending on how the the refs want to swing some of these calls uh, you know in their favor or against them uh, yeah. but this also was the game that they should have won. Uh, yes, and that can weigh heavy on your head uh, coming out of just a like game the like Raptors that. last year. I yeah. mean, they get beat by an Embiid fucking buzzer beating three in Toronto. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it, yeah, you got to win the, that third game coming home. It's a, it's a little demoralizing, and uh, I, yeah. I could see them, you know, just saying, let's just call the season, let's end it. Yeah. Let's just, uh, there's no point in fight, putting up any more of a fight. Uh, you know, obviously this will be essentially. Uh, a, a totally different looking team next year. Maybe only two or three guys that are safe on this roster are actually planning on uh, being kept around. Uh, there's going to be a lot of overturn uh, soon to come. So as much as I would like to, and my my brain tells me that if both teams are giving their, their all, the Nets could pull out the upset still for one game and then take it back. But in common sense, you know, they, 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 I, I do agree. I think that this is probably the most likely sweep, even though I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my neck out for them. I think they get the one win. I think they get one win. I think they're gonna I'd do it. To I'm it. just gonna put it out there. Uh, I just also think this. I also think the Sixers know who they're coming up against next yeah. round, uh, Boston, and saying, you know what, we got we need all the rest that we can get. And but I we'll think, see. And I think that this that the the same might be said about Boston. I mean, yes. uh, the, the Hawks have not looked good. They've really not been able to get their game plan going, and it kind of just seems like the Celtics might be their kryptonite. Uh, yeah. Obviously, playing in the fortress might change some things up. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Their home crowd is so ass. But Such a hey, joke of a home crowd. We'll, no we'll see. We'll see if the Hawks. Uh, I mean, a little bit of offense. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the the Hawks are going to have to have some kind of crazy performance. I mean, obviously, it all ends up kind of riding in the the hand of Trey Young. That's been ice cold. So. I mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, unless I can see something out of Trey Young in Game Three, if uh, the Celtics take Game Three, it's done in Atlanta. Their 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 season's over. Uh, but Denver, Minnesota, and I, I I look at this one. I still just have zero faith in the Timberwolves as a, a cohesive unit. Uh, even though I think Mike Conley might actually be secretly like one of the best basketball players on the planet, like the guy just doesn't really miss, and no one wants to talk about it. Uh, but he's, he's great. As much as they have pieces that should hypothetically go together to pull out the win, uh, 
I, again, they just never seem to all get firing uh, at the right time. I mean, while Ant was yeah. dropping 40, Carl Anthony Towns looked like one of the worst uh, bigs in the league. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, that they, they could just never have two guys play well at the same time. Oh, uh, so I'm, no. I, I, I genuinely, like, if game three, same kind of thing. Like, I could see the Nuggets come out, beat the shit out of them right from the beginning, take the crowd out of it, and that's game. Uh, so I, I, I'm actually I'm going to go 100% locking in that Denver-Minnesota, I'm most confident that that's going to be a sweep. Uh, wow. All right. I, I, I'll give the Nets that have literally Get some money back in here, which you, she throws some more money down on Maybe, these, yeah. Uh, I'll double down. Timberwolves? Yeah, I'll double right. down on my uh, my, my 50 buck. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll make it 500 Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, let, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk who you think uh, is most likely to be sweeped uh, before the sweeps have happened. But anyone, if, if even someone tweets at us saying that we think this team is going to be swept first, like two minutes before they're officially eliminated we're not counting it just so you know nope. uh the, yep. the bid is out uh to wrap up the podcast though uh you know we we, we want to bring it into a, a bit of a look ahead about a, a playoff series uh the, the los angeles clippers dropping now two to one to the uh the the, the, the phoenix suns in a a pretty entertaining game three that uh, not a lot of yeah. people were expecting to be close uh 129 124 victory for the suns uh the, the Clippers, obviously, without Paul George, who's out for the entire series, uh, but also without the services of uh, all-star Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Leonard not able to suit up uh, due to injury once again. Uh, to stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, and, you know, Russell Westbrook almost willing the, the Clippers to uh, an upset victory, but Devin Booker's 45 uh, was enough to shut the door on that. I also shut it to Norman Powell. Uh, I was almost shedding a tear seeing him uh, light it up uh, like he can. Uh, oh, what, what a great Raptor. Storming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Still not enough. Won't be enough. I would be without Kawhi. There's no shot uh, for the Clippers to be able to beat the Suns. Uh, even though I think the series has almost kind of shown that the Suns are so beatable, uh, which is uh, gonna make yep. ne- next uh, the next series very interesting against likely Denver. I'm not gonna say it is gonna be Denver, but very likely <laughs> going to be Denver. Uh, but before we get into the look ahead about that series. We need to really look at the Clippers right now. Uh, you know, we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but we really need to hone in on this. Because this whole experiment might go down as one of the biggest gamble losses uh, in NBA history. I mean, all the picks and all the hype and everything going into it, and they've never been able to reach the finals. One conference finals in the bubble, that's it. That's the best they've been able to pull it off. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have never, ever been able to stay healthy at the same time. And and this team is good. This team is actually really good. Like, uh, as I said, like... Even after game one, they really like set like a, set the tone, and I how wholeheartedly believe that if Paul George was healthy and Kawhi Leonard were healthy for every single game of the series, the Clippers would win. Uh, yes, which I didn't even believe at the beginning, but how they've played, yeah, uh, that's my biggest takeaway. You have Paul George and Kawhi, you might spank the Phoenix Suns yeah. as as yep. as good as their top two are. They're just so fucking shallow, yeah. and the Clippers are so deep. Yeah, uh, another kind of m- like mid performance in terms of Kevin Durant production. Uh, yeah. You know, he he had a couple pandemic P uh, side of the backboard shots uh, in the, the, the last game. But uh, yeah. I mean, even throughout all this, I, it it is just crazy to think how much they gave up to make this team, what they the expectations were uh, when all this happened. I mean, hell, Patrick Beverly thought he was winning a championship. Uh, he was calling it before it happened. And maybe, <laughs> maybe that was the curse. Maybe he he did the man absolutely. Uh, would be a very apt for uh, how the how the Clippers organization has historically been, but I mean, Jordan, you look at this. This is a franchise that's had so many championship windows. I don't know, I'll do this championship windows, hypothetical yeah. windows uh, float around. Uh, you know, uh, over the past twenty years, and they just never, ever, 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 ever pan out. Never works, uh, <laughs> and I just need to know why. I mean, but like looking forward here. Do the Clippers bother trying to run this back again next season? I mean, you failed time and time again. 
When do you just say fuck it and cut your losses? Well, where are the I, I have to go and look at the contract situation with Kawhi and uh, Paul George because, like, uh, they're going to be free agents at some point uh, coming up soon, or it feels like it. I, I think maybe I think next year might re-upped? be the last one. Right? Yeah, because I but think they both gonna, signed I'll, four I'll years. Um, and and so you know and, and yeah, they might have signed extensions. God, I, I can't keep track of everything. But you yeah. know, at, at some point you're going to have to yeah look at yourself and say, and even if you're Kawhi and Paul George, like say you know what maybe. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be playing with this other guy who's also also injured. Like you, 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 you are also always injured. Like it's fine to have one of those guys. When the, when Kawhi was with the Raptors, he he missed a bunch of time. He, he didn't. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't really play a lot of back to backs in that year. He was sat out. But the rest of the team was good around him, and they could get wins without him. Um, and and you can't really have two guys like this. Like the fact that. Once again this year, they open their 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 series as a fifth seed on the road because again they couldn't get anybody fully healthy throughout yep. the season, um, and they're playing a really good team. And one of your two best guys just isn't in your first round series that you're now trailing two one, and your other guy misses game three. Bo- Kawhi both plays are, this game. Both of them are signed through twenty twenty five. Okay, so net and that's a two player years. option. Yeah, two more years, and there's a player option for both of them in the twenty twenty four twenty five season. Well, hey, so it could just be one year. We'll see. But mm-hmm. um, the uh, like the the fact that yeah that they're in this situation again, not as good seating as they really should have. Ty Lue trying to do anything he can, scraping together this incredibly expensive team. Lest we forget, they have all these. Yep. They're deep as hell because uh, Balmer's got you know the 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 deepest pockets in the league probably. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's, gotta it's be like, up there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think it's between them and the Warriors for the for the highest payroll right now, or at least that that was the case. Uh, you know, well, the Warriors have been over like, the luxury tax for yeah years yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, so so like and 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 so now yeah, you're 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 trailing your first round series. There's a there's a pretty high likelihood you do not win this, um, and if you do, you're 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 just scraping by here because the Suns are are still really good mm-hmm. for all their flaws. Um, and then it's another year of being like, yeah, if you have your full team. You you probably beat this team pretty handily. Like that that's 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 why I'm like this is kind of sad. Like in any Clippers fan who's supposed to be happy that they got this awesome, you know, they go and steal uh, game one, and now they're, they 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 almost win. You got Norman Powell and Russell Westbrook. Uh, my God, I mean, shouts shouts out to us, Matt. We we when when that first went down, everyone's like, oh, this is gonna be a disaster. Me and you, and, and if you don't believe us, go back and listen. Me and you said, you know, this could work. This this is the one team that Russell Westbrook could go to and actually help. They actually need mm-hmm. a downhill point guard like him, and he's showing in the right spot in a team that actually wants him. He's still got some left in the tank. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not I'm, a and I'm, I'm not turn, a Westbrook I, defender. No, hell no. Anyone who's listened to this podcast knows we're not a Westbrook defender. I'm 100% on Westbrook staying with the Clippers. Like they, oh, yeah. he's, he's looking really he's good. Finally he's finally the point a, guard they need. A, aggressive in the right situations, you know, passing the ball well. This is amazing. Yep. This is like, uh, we haven't seen him play like this since uh, he was on the Wizards. Yeah. yeah or, and even honestly, then, those were even kind OKC. of shit games. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, Houston, so, he had a couple moments, but I mean, those teams yeah. were also kind of fucking weird. Yeah, they were super weird. But, but like, um, so, so yeah, like, you're supposed to be, I, I don't know how you're supposed to feel happy when it's just, once again, this team's just, they're not anywhere near where they should be. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can even do about it now. You're already fucked up. Like, no one really, I, I think we're, we're all, we've all just become numb to it. No one remembers the sh- everything that they gave up, the fact that this team has been all in since they got there f- mm-hmm. three, four years ago, 
and they they're the fifth seed this year. Like that means that you no, know, even if they get past this series, they're on the road the next series, and then the next series, and then the next series. And I don't really think that's plausible to mm-hmm. go in and win, even if you get a healthy Paul George and Kawhi back at some point. Like it's just it's another year of just disappointment for in terms of where your uh, uh, expectations are for this team. And uh, I don't know. I mean. Well, every year's championship and bust, and they bust it every single bust, time. Bust, 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 bust. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's. Busting makes them feel good. I uh, just, uh, and and you know, uh, God bless Ty Lue. I mean, he he goes super small in this game. They they almost pull it out. They've got, uh, you know, Bones Highland doing his thing. Uh, they missed a lot of uh, shots that looked like they were going down at the end well, of this. this yeah, the, at the, at the what would it, it would have cut it to two points? I think Bones Highlands misses the wide open J. Yeah. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and to the Suns' credit, uh, you know Devin Booker, my God, he's been absolutely insane. I think that's back to back forty point games now, right? He had what do you have forty eight, uh, or or did he just have thirty eight? Uh, Might have been thirty eight. He's he's been fired. He went way. off in game yeah. two. He's been crazy. Uh, and even game one, he was good. Um, but uh, like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the what I, I really don't know what to say. It's kind of like the Zion situation. It's just yep. uh, you know you have it's, it's a broken record again and again and again. The Clippers have all the tools, if fully healthy, to to go and win. Um, especially now, like I've been saying, they never had a point guard. I was always a little annoyed with it. They've got they've got Russell Westbrook now, and they've got Bones Highland off the bench, and they've got Ter- mm-hmm. uh, Terrence Mann, who can do a little bit of that. Um, they've finally got a... I, I think this is the most balanced and well-thought-out team, especially you got a guy like Norman Powell coming off the bench, who, uh, yeah, like we're talking about, a 40-piece. Uh, people forget that he can do that. Oh, yeah. um, it's just, it's just, it's just sad. It's just like, and it's pathetic. Uh, yep. And uh, whatever. I mean, could have had SGA and Kawhi. Could have been just yes. SGA and Kawhi running it, well, and uh, this would have been Kawhi a, wanted P- PG. Kawhi wanted. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying that's what they gave up. They gave up SGA and every single other pick they have for the entire Kawhi era, and they've never tried to recoup these picks. Really, uh, they've just I. Like we said before, some teams like really do run their teams like a like a kid playing uh, my league for the first yep. time on two K, and this is exactly how the Clippers have been. Uh, yeah. They've just it's always been a rotating door of players. So you get when a nerd when a nerd buys a, mm-hmm. a, a basketball team. Yep, it just doesn't uh, work. Get the it's analytics the out there, uh, fucking geeks. Uh, but yeah, we <laughs> gotta uh, we we gotta re we reevaluate how this team is gonna be looking for. Like, there's no way that they're gonna have the stones to actually move Paul George or Kawhi or do anything of substance. To, I think to, they should. To I think they it. should trade Paul George. I, I don't think see they what trade the, Paul George. I don't know what the, the the hurt in that is at this point because no, you've seen no, you're you've, not. You've tried your best. You can't have these two aging guys, and they're just going to get more hurt as the senior years go on. Like it's not like exactly. this is just, like they, they've tried this whole load management bullshit. It doesn't work. They're still yeah. injured. So uh, I mean, at this point. I, I really do believe that they've got to you know look at what they've got left you know they they came into the casino with uh with with a with a with a, a grand and they're coming out with uh 1350 so I mean you might as well just uh not you know you didn't lose it all you can maybe uh you know bet bet a couple small Go buy ones. yourself you come, a sub yeah say you're uh, yeah yeah do something with that money you know turn <laughs> don't don't just uh don't just throw it don't away piss for no it reason. all away. So, yeah. uh, you know, interesting, uh, you know, uh, thoughts to, to go here. And, and who knows? Maybe the Clippers are going to end up pulling off an insane comeback here and we'll look like idiots for a week and a half from now. It's only a 2-1 deficit. But they could I, still maybe steal this one if Kawhi comes back and goes crazy again. Uh, and, they could yeah. still do that. It's, but, it's, a, it's in there. It's in the, it's in the cards. For, for sure. But, the, the, again, they've, put the, they've positioned themselves where it's uh, 
you win a championship or this is not a successful season yeah. and they're not winning a championship no. uh, w- w- even even if both of those guys come back i'm calling it right now well, who knows how Paul no George way. will it's be when tough. he gets back yes yeah, it's too the road is too tough when you're a, when you're a 5 seed it's just not going to happen and so by default another unsuccessful season for the clippers no matter yeah. what happens yeah and uh we want to hear your guys takes on the the clipper season uh you know uh, not just this season but uh how you've uh, felt the clippers have been as a a, a front office as a franchise for uh, since they've acquired Kawhi and paul george uh, a couple years ago so let us know at big dog ball talk on twitter uh you can also reach out to us and follow us on tiktok instagram uh even facebook we might be around uh so check us yeah, out i at, think i made a page i think so i think it's out there uh yeah. yeah help us help you follow us at big dog ball talk uh, uh, we'll be back on Monday to recap uh, potentially some series uh, coming to a close. Uh, we'll, we'll see uh, over the weekend. We, there's definitely some yep. elimination potential going on, uh, as well as uh, you know maybe maybe there'll be more suspensions uh, to break down. We, 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 we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn, Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always said, I uh, you know go with Pizza Nova if you're unsure. Uh, Pizza you know, Nova it is. I, you know, we didn't have it in uh, little old Owen Sound, Ontario. I think it might just be in Toronto, but I'm telling you, man, I've, I've tried them all. Pizza Nova's good, man, from the, so- the sauce, the cheese, uh, and, and, and right down to the crust. Um, and, uh, and And I just, I, I, I can't Nova. do Pizza Not, Pizza anymore, man. No, Pizza Pizza's fucking I just it was It was good. When we, when we were in Owen Sound, that was that was one of the only options, especially late at night. But maybe it only yeah. tasted if we were drunk every time we had it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that probably has a big factor, I think. Uh, I mean, again, yeah. when it's the only pizza past uh, you can get, uh, whatever, past 10 o'clock, it's 11 the only o'clock. food you can get true. past. Uh, yeah, that would deliver also. Yeah, true. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, there's no Uber Eats. Uh, or there was no Uber Eats. Maybe there is now. Uh, but there was no Uber Eats in uh, Owen Sound in our uh, circa our days. So, uh, you know, that's a... That was a struggle. We pushed through it. Uh, but yeah, Pizza Nova, not bad. Pizza Iolo should get some love. Uh, if you had good. that, pretty pretty good slice. Yeah. A, little more, a little more pricey, but uh, I'll, I'll give Papa them Papa John's and Domino's are pretty Ooh, good, too. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm good with both of them. Domino's is a bit weird. But if, uh, for all my real dirty, greasy fans out there, sometimes nice, hot, and ready from Little Caesars. Now that's, that's good. That's different. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Pizza Hut's all right.